Hello. Hola. Max and Tony, we are back. We are back. And we have our musical list for the year. You know, what what our favorite music was this year and our favorite TV shows. It is the end of 2017. And and it was an interesting year. I, I think a lot of I think a lot of good happened to me in in 2017, despite I would say all the so. the wacky stuff that was going on outside of myself. But yeah, you know, I I, I think 2017 uh, had a lot that I liked, and uh, I think I think it's a good opportunity to kind of wrap up this year with uh, talking about the stuff we liked, because God knows we talked a lot about what we didn't stuff like we didn't like this year, so. There was like a lot the, to not like this year. Yeah. Yeah, like the there repeal of net neutrality. Thank you, assholes. Yeah. We will remember you next election, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, you know, that's there's going to be a new internet. Yeah, which <laughs> means they're going to fuck us to the wall and charge us money for something that's free. Yeah, yeah. No, no I mean, but I mean, there's, you know, there's going to be a new free internet, a new world, a new, you know. Let's well, hope so. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, Ajit Pai, if that's how you pud. pronounce your name. Ajit yeah. fucking pud. pud. Nice teeth. Yeah. Would you like uh, a mouth? By the way, it? fuck the FCC. Fuck, fuck you. The FCC. Fuck the, you, uh, you and the horse you were in on, you motherfuckers. This is why we have a podcast, because we get to swear <laughs> exactly. and, and say a bunch of stuff. Well, um, you know what? I, I, you know, the FCC, they've always been an asshole organization. <laughs> Chris just pulled up this uh, really cute picture of, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> well, he, he previously had a picture of him dressed up as uh, Santa Claus with a little, like, uh, Nerf gun. Yeah. And, and a, a fidget spinner. Wow. He's trying He's trying really hard yeah. to diffuse the, all the anti-FCC vitriol, yeah. but it's not possible. And then he just pulled up his famous picture, I think from, was this from yesterday, of him drinking his oversized Reese's coffee cup? I think he has that thing regularly. He looks like such a little kid. It's, yeah. it's insane. The, the image with him in the Santa outfit, it's like a video they put out kind of making fun of repealing net neutrality. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Well, you know what? And I have a feeling it won't stand for long. Uh, I, I, you, you know, know what? I think until you until we flip Congress, it's gonna it will stand for a while. Well, and this I, is the this is the lesson herein. We yeah. get the government we deserve. All the people who stayed home and didn't vote. Fuck you. Thank you. Well, if 2017 was the last true year of you know the wild wild west internet. Uh, yeah, it's well, been a good run. Rest in peace. It's time to vote these fucking assholes yeah. out. I have a feeling it's anybody not over. Anybody who voted, uh, I'm an optimist, but you know, I have a feeling it's not over too. I mean, anybody in Illinois who took money from telecommunications companies and let this stand, vote the motherfucker out, run them out of town, tar and feather those sons of bitches. Uh, Amy, uh, yeah. Max, uh, have I told you how much I hate fucking politicians? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're, we're going to get to uh, the top five albums of 2017. Absolutely. So um, we're going to do this right. I remember uh, our last top five, we had a, we had a deal, 
okay? We had a deal that we, I was going to exchange my album, then you're going to exchange your album, okay. and then I exchange my album. You know, we don't go twice, okay? Right, are, are you going right. to hold up to your I end of the deal on this one? Okay. I promise not I'll to let you go first. Up. I'll let you go first, since you promised. My you... musical find of the year was Nick Murphy, and he's got a new thing out uh, called Missing Link. And I saw him live in Paris at the Bataclan. And first of all, it's the most astonishing live music show I've ever seen in my life. Secondly, I'm a huge fan now that I've listened to all the music. He used to record under the name Chet Faker. And a few years ago, he changed it. And he's recording under Nick Murphy. And I'm telling you, this guy marries electronica and soul music so seamlessly. It's danceable, it's fun, you can sit back and just enjoy his music. Um, just straight up, uh, my, the, the musical find this year I am the most excited about. Yeah. That's uh, my num number one musical find. Right, and uh, he's, I haven't listened to all the EP, but I caught uh, the track he has with Kei Trinata. And I just know it's the track. I just referred to it as the track with Kate Trinata. Let me pull that. It's called Your Time. I like that. I like that one. Um, my album, my my first album, uh, I caught this one a little late, but I, I'm glad I caught it. It's called White Reaper. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's called The World's Best American Band. They kind of remind me of like this 80s rock. And uh, my buddy Cody O'Grady... Showed me a video of theirs not too long ago, and I dug it. I was like, yeah, yeah, man, you know, this band looks really good. I'll get to them. And when I finally got to them, I was blown away by the whole album. Uh, just just really good stuff. I'm really big into 80s anything. You like 80s anything, power pop a any lot. Any modern, uh, yeah, creation that's trying to bring take stuff from the 80s is, is all I need. So... White Reaper. Also, me and Chris went to go see that Jesus Lizards show. Yeah, they were David playing. Yow, man. They were playing this album uh, as we were waiting. Really? For them. Yeah, yeah. So they're a serious band, and uh, I can't wait to hear more from them. They're they're really good. Uh, you know, you, you, the, yours is not the only top five list I've seen White Reaper on. Everybody loves that. Yeah, they're record. they're great. You know, I, I let me tell a little more about them. I saw them live on Halloween. And mm -hmm. I didn't know I I didn't know that was them. And then when I'm finally like seeing these guys, I saw like a live video of them. I recognized the lead singer and the the guitarist. I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, Where'd "These you are see the guys at? I loved on Halloween." I saw them not too far from here. Uh, this little DIY spot uh, used to be owned by this group, this skate group called the Beerics. And uh, you would go there. There's a skate ramp there, mm -hmm. and you would just be drinking some beers, and and people would just be skating. Sometimes bands would play on the ramp. It was one of the best times in Chicago. But um, it's still kind of the same DIY spot. The ramp's gone, and yeah. it's it doesn't have that you know skate culture anymore. I think it's owned by some guys uh, from Field Trip Records. If mm -hmm. you've ever heard of it. Um, but they threw an event on Halloween a couple years back, and uh, Crosstown played. Uh, I did a couple of music videos for them. If you want to check that out, uh huh. Uh, and let's see what uh, and White Reaper played, and and Twin Peaks played actually. Really? And, uh, yeah, I think it was supposed to be kind of a low key thing. So because those bands weren't on the bill, or they weren't on yeah. the not the bill, the 
the promotional poster because I think they had to keep it. I shouldn't be saying this if they had to keep it secret from the label, but uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, I saw a secret show with them and they blew me back. And then I finally cool. put the pieces together years later and I'm seeing these guys. I'm like, awesome, awesome. Can't wait to see more. But I would have loved to have been at that show, but I guarantee you I would have been the oldest guy there. Oh, dude, you know, I was dressed as Steve Bartman. And I had glasses on, <laughs> and I got rocked because I'd never moshed with the glasses on because I, yeah, uh, you know, and not a good idea. I lost them. I was like, whoa! I was like, yeah. now I know why people with glasses are really sensitive and don't mosh much, right? Well, what, what's your next album? Um, my next one's Steve Earle. So you want to be an outlaw? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's him actually making a country record which he has not done in a very long time and uh it's terrific you know start to finish every single cut is a winner um i think in a way it's kind of an answer to all the people who were you know begging him for years to make a country record yeah what was he making before that more like folkish or because i i thought his you know, it's hard. He's a guy who's really hard to type. I mean, a yeah. lot of people want to throw him in the folk Americana thing, insurgent country. You're right. Um, you know, but, you know, every Steve Earle record I've ever bought, there was a country song, there was a blues song. Yeah, there was, there was a rock song. Sometimes they're all the same song. Yeah. You know, um, that's what I love about him is that he consistently defies type. And so you want to be an outlaw, continues that crazy trajectory in that amazing american songbook and you did the cover for the album as absolutely you did almost all of them well um I've, since 1994 yeah right when you had a little help on that one with uh, did jason we had you know you what jason Pereira, jason barrera the yeah. great jason barrera designed the type awesome and uh he not only has a a brilliant future ahead of him as a visual artist but also as a designer. Yeah. Uh, he's very sharp. And it will not be the last time that uh, Jason and I work together. Yeah, I, I, I can see, uh, particularly I can see with, this as the beginning, actually. Yeah, particularly was, with type. He's a, he's a genius. Yeah. He's just great. You know? Yeah, he was, um, he was really great working at the studio in terms of getting design ready. And, yeah, and if he could ever get there on time. You know? Logos. No, but you know what? Uh I I have no comments about his tardiness. You know that was ne- never for me to 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 say anything about. But um, whenever I needed him for something, he was oh, there, yeah, man. Yeah, and, uh, shout out Jason. Yeah, he Jason recently Barrera. had a show in, in November, a knockout show in November at uh, yeah Adventureland. Yeah, and it was it was great. The spirit of it was a, a little absent because you were in France, and and I felt my bad. Mom had I was just left I had for to France, work. and Gabby obviously yeah. was in Italy. But I mean, it we'll was have a good him show, back, and you know, I, yeah, um, I'd like to do it again with the full, yeah. full party, the full mishpuka. Yeah, so I can I can go on with my album if you're ready to yeah, move on. No, no, um, yeah, but yeah, uh, my my second album dedicated to Bobby Jameson, Ariel Pink. You know, I've heard it in your car and coming from uh, yeah. in, in, in the house a lot. Yeah, this uh, is another band uh, my buddy Cody That I'm real me. fond of. I don't I don't know a lot about them, but every song you played me, I, I dug. Every track is different. Every track is... Um, every track sounds almost like a different band. Yeah, yeah. It's it, 
I saw them live October 28th at Talia Hall, and they were good. They were really good. I mean, the what guy a great place to had, see a show yeah, too. He, I love the guy that had show. this really like kind of like uh, this like style like uh, do I have to? But like you know, he was it it worked. It worked mm-hmm. for him, and it, it like this like I don't know, kind of just like weird head thing on it. Like he he looked like a, a wolf. I I don't know. He he looked very odd. It was a good show, and uh, I, you know, every song is different. I mean, from dedicated to Bobby Jameson to Revenge of the Iceman to acting, you know, it's like it's anywhere from this, you know, Beach Boys sounding band yeah. to Iron Maiden to just like this really funky soul kind of effort i don't know it's so weird it's it's one of the weirdest albums i've ever heard it's one of the weirdest bands i've ever seen but i really like where music is going when i look at them and the guy's a very weird guy but you know the best music comes from weirdos frank zappa man yeah you know yeah amen agreed (laughs) uh my my next choice um would be the national yeah, you mentioned no, them on the first show. They had show. a new record called Sleep Well Beast, mm-hmm. and um, I've been a fan since the first time I ever heard them. Yeah, you know, um, for a long time. Yeah, Boxer, Alligator, those CDs I just adored, and uh, and I love this band. When did they first form? I don't know a whole lot about the National. The first time I ever really heard them was about 2003. Okay, so 2004. It says like their earliest years can date back from like '91, I guess. But Perhaps. Yeah. I, and then I, I was not hip to them yeah. until. I'm sure. You know. Well, I'm sure not a lot of people were. I don't recall the national being but, you around know, in like the, uh, the '90s. But you find them now kind of at their creative peak. You know, there yeah. was there was a an oddball documentary involving them last year, and the, the brother of the singer. Um. But all of the stuff that was uh, performance uh, was just marvelous. Um, awesome. It's a band I really, really like, and uh, the more time goes by, the more I like them. Yeah, I think, uh, and that's out of, that's kind of a staying power, resonant kind of feeling. Yeah, I think out of your list, I don't think I've heard any of the national. I think I've heard a little something from from parts of your list, except that. So I'll make an effort to. Yeah, they're worth your time. Yeah. They're well worth your time. I mean, every time you put them on, I'm I'm very okay with them. Yeah, and, yeah. So I'll I'll check them out. I'll check them out. They look uh, they look good. <laughs> we'll keep it at that. Uh, so third album, uh, if you're ready. I mean, I, I'm I ready because I don't know much about the Nationals, so I think we gotta okay, no we big gotta deal. move on. You know, um, I'm I'm th- you know I'm older than you. <laughs> no, yeah, I know, I know, but no, I. I think I could be into them. The Autobiography, Vic Mensa. This yeah. was one of the first albums this uh, that we mentioned on the first episode. Man, dude, I, and I don't think I I don't think I said the name of the album. I think we just kept yeah. saying Vic Mensa's album is great, and that yeah. was it. But it's called The Autobiography, and man, um, it's just one of those things where you're like, wow, this is like a true. Chicago project, you know, and he just gets better and better. Yeah, and he's a really good Chicago storyteller. I think that 
you know, I, I think it opens up with Didn't I, and everyone loves that track, man. And it's a great track. It's probably one of the best samples of, of just soul music, because apparently he used, uh, he didn't use Durando's Didn't I, he used the Oh My's yeah. Didn't I. And, yeah. And I, I mean, it doesn't get more Chicago than that, yeah. man. You're using Amen. a local cover. I mean, it's just, oh, it's awesome. But my favorite story he tells is heaven on earth and he kind of uses uh in my opinion he, he kind of takes sort of the storytelling archetype of of dear stan you know he's, yeah. he's telling uh the these M&M stories song. Yeah. through different perspectives and he's telling it through um the perspectives of you know himself writing this letter to his friend who had passed and he's writing it uh you know, he's he's writing through the perspective who, of of his friend, um, mm-hmm. you know, from heaven, you know, from this perspective of 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 seeing him, you know, trying to continue on without him, and then he writes through the perspective of his friend's killer. Yeah, and that's scary, man. That's just yeah. really, I don't know. There's something. Well, it's eerie also when the that mark of a really on. good writer, a guy who can put himself in a lot of different shoes and find a lot of different voices and can face some certain truths. Yeah, um, yeah. and 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 really ugly truths. Yeah, really. Uh, you know, we lose 630 people to gunfire a year yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, and Vic, you know, has been, you know, a witness to that, and he. he does not leave it alone in his music, and I, yeah. I, I applaud that. Well, he also mentions, uh, you know, Rod Rodney Kyle's death yeah. in that song, and he because it was the same summer, and yeah. uh, that summer was two thousand and eleven, and it was just one of those hectic things where it's like, man, dude, like we're eighteen years old, and it's like, yeah, I never thought I'd have a friend that would. Be murdered at this time, and I, you never see that ever. And you know, you're kind it of it used to terrify me when you, you and your sister would leave the house. That I, I knew that both of you had a proximity to this violence, and and people you knew yeah. died of gunfire. I mean, that that scared scared me to death. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just one of those situations where I, you know, we were leaving high school, and high school like violence is just fighting it's scrapping it's just you know it's embarrassment it's just nothing more it's yeah it's your hands you live to fight another day and then the death of rodney was kind of just surreal because it was like wow it's like people are like yeah people have knives they have guns it's yeah people actually murder each other it's a it's an eye-opening uh stage of life Uh, and in chicago it's an eye-opening uh effect of life yeah. For a great many people mm-hmm. who live in communities like Englewood and Auburn Gresham, and you know, I mean, it's something we have to have a reckoning with. Yeah, I applaud Vic for making that uh, that track, and uh, I love that. I love Didn't I? I love Memories on Forty Seventh Street. I love the whole album, but I mean, those three stand out the most. Uh, and I'm ready to move on. If my you next guys... one is is to my way of thinking the. Best Chicago rock and roll band of the last thirty years, Twin Peaks. Right, and you know this isn't this isn't on my list because I was going to put them in some honorable mention category, but I'm glad it's on your list because yeah, oh, we get, we just get to talk about it because they what they did was they put out seventeen uh two they put out seventeen singles yeah. in 2017. 
or I don't know. I don't know if it was just the year 2017, or if they yeah. actually put out. Again, that many. they're taking a very unconventional but, route with their career, which yeah. I also applaud. You know, yeah. they're, no, they're it was in a charge. Very, it was a really cool idea, and in the end, it it's an album anyway. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I I just there was five projects to me that that stood up, and they were, you know, they were more presented as you know these complete projects. So therefore, yeah, I took those five, and. As much as I wanted to put the 17 singles as a whole in the list, I just I put in the honorable mention category. Their album last year, to me, Down in Heaven, was was the album yeah, of album 2016. Of so guys, I'm not hating. No, no, you would, man. You're in still my honorable mention. Season. You were album of the year 2016. So don't worry about that. You're in my top five, big time. But yeah, but my, and you're in my dad's list anyway. And you so, know what? Yeah. You know what? They still remind me of. The Young Stones. Young they Stones, They play with this for sure, crazy yeah. abandon. They never met a hook they didn't like, and you know what? They make amazing yeah. uh, rock and roll, power pop. I mean, yeah. you, you name it, they do it. Um, All five of those dudes bring something to the table absolutely. as well, man. It's, absolutely. Really, it's really great. I the love, most complete Chicago rock and roll band. Yeah, I love... Peaks. Yeah, I loved those 17 singles. I think my favorite single was with you yeah and tossing tears i think those were those were my favorites yeah but all of them were good all of them were good they're uh, the goods a big shout out to katie and james you know yeah and he sent us he Twin sent Peaks. us those he may or may not have sent those singles a little early so we we got to sneak preview yeah those and that was, was awesome cool. man he didn't even have to do that thank you katie and uh but yeah man i, I Guys, keep keep making that music. Amen. Yeah. Twin Peaks. They're here right around New Year's Eve. Yeah, they have right. three shows. They yeah. have one on the 29th, the 30th, Where and the 31st. Talia Hall. Talia and I will be Hall. seeing them on the 29th and the 30th. So I will be with you one of those yeah. evenings. And you know what? This is kind of perfect to go into my uh, fourth Wait, album. Can, can I sneak in on that? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, Chris. You're yeah. going to come down to the south side. You know, least you can do is invite me. Well, oh, no. of course we'll invite <laughs> yeah. you. You are invited, Chris, of course. Woo-hoo. Like you need an invitation, man. Yeah. Just show up. Well, uh, these guys will be uh, playing the 29th, and opening for them is actually Knox Fortune, and he's my oh, cool. He's my next album, Paradise. Subject of the big uh, big article in the Tribune this yeah, morning. Yeah, he was in well. the Tribune. Yeah. You pointed that out to me. Rockin I love that the, record, by the way. Yeah, rocking the St. Alfreds, I see. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Big shout-out to St. Alfreds, yeah, our um, guys. Yeah, no, Paradise was uh, really good. I did not know uh, what to expect. You know, I knew Knox Fortune as the guy who made, you know, the background, you know, instruments for, you know, Save Money as a whole. You know, Joey Perp and, and Kami mm-hmm. and Tokyo and Vic. And chance, and you know, when I heard he was like doing all this single stuff, or I, I think I, you know, I think I saw the link for like a single. It was Help Myself. It was called Help Myself, and I was like, oh man, this guy makes music. I thought he's just you know, a, you yeah, know, a producer. Or well, whatever, a lot, you know? a lot but, of guys who are producers also make terrific stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. Dead Mouse, uh, Daft Punk. You know, I mean. They're well known for their work on other people's records. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys. He's like a a polymath. He's uh, you know. Yeah, he was um, 
really good with uh, a ba- a group called Leather Corduroys, and that was uh, with Joey Perp and Kami, and he produced, uh, I think, the majority of that album, if not most of it, or if did not, he work if not with all the guy, of it, but... Did, did he work with the guy who used to go by Donnie Trumpet? I think he's definitely done some music with him. He mentioned him in the article, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, well, the funny thing about Donnie Trumpet is I had uh, I was in band with him, and he was by far- In high school? Yeah, he was by far one of the, like, well, we, he was by far the best trumpet player in that class, but he was by far one of the best just yeah. musicians I had seen in my like life. What is like, he Whoa. going by now? What is he performing I, I, as now? Nico Segal is his oh, real okay. name. Yeah. I think he dropped Donnie Trumpet because Donald Trump. It's like, what are the chances yeah. that that happens? I don't know. Um, that's cool that he changed his name. I didn't think he had to. You know, I, I don't either. think it would have associated him as anything no. you know, to do with Donald Trump, but he wanted to make a statement and he did. So that's awesome. I'm sure he's another done... thing. Donald Trump yeah. fucked up. I'm sure Nico Segal is somewhere on this Paradise album. I yeah. haven't read the credits fully, but um... well, what's great about all these Chicago guys is just how much they interplay. I mean, how yeah. much yeah. they work on each other's records. What a great community! Uh, yeah. Well, it just have. goes to show, like you know, Chicago is very talented, and that talent gets noticed by everyone. Absolutely. You know, everyone is watching. Everyone is listening in Chicago. Uh, but you know, yeah, that was, that, that was my favorite album of, of 17 because it was just so different. I think, I don't know how to categorize, categorize it. It's, uh, you know, you can, you could put it as, I think it's under alternative as a lot of, you know, for a lot of Mm -hmm. platforms, like when you're searching for music, but I mean, it could be electronic, it could be. You know, sometimes it's like rock. It's it's I don't know. It's it's very different. It's a very different sound. And uh, I like those those yeah. musical projects that defy type. There's yeah, no way. There's no convenient little box to put them in. Yeah, I, I believe that's when you're winning. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's got his. Someone actually once said that he goes, "Yeah, that Knox Fortune kid. Yeah, he's got his own wave." It was like. Yeah, that's, I absolutely. think that's the perfect way to put it. He's got his own way. That's that's as yeah. well as I've heard it put. Congrats to him. So I'm I'm four down. Are you four down? I'm five down, man. I'm out. Oh no, you're not five down. We have our fifth. We share a fifth. Actually. Okay. And we might as well go from Knox Fortune to this because Knox Fortune produced this album. Kami. Kami. Amen. You know. Okay. I've said that's this. That's the thing I heard the most. Uh, out of my car, car right? in your room, and, right? You know, and it's this, and it's. I think we put it on this list because you enjoyed a lot of the songs. You enjoyed oh, "Runaway," you absolutely. Um, my favorite track is "Runaway" on that, but you know, I went up to I went up to Kami. It was like kind of one of these like parties where it's like it's really crowded. No, it wasn't a party. It was actually uh, uh, Nico Washington's art show, and that was an excellent art show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went up to him and he said he saw something, he saw some footage from my buddy's uh, short film, Andre Muir's short film called Meerkats. And he goes up to me and he says, hey man, I saw some footage, you know, from Meerkats. He goes, you could really act, man. I was like, wow, thank you, man. That means a lot. And then I was just like, okay, this is my opportunity to tell him like, you know. I was like, I'm a fan. I was like, dude, yeah. you have my favorite, you know. Uh, music of the year so far. 
And he goes, man, he goes, you really are a good actor. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, man. Just, I thought it was going to open up a conversation about talking about the album or whatever. But, it, you know, it's it didn't. But it's, you know what, man? It's it is my favorite album, and uh, yeah. I I think it's because you know a lot of it is is formed around you know the idea of movies and and how you can view your life as a movie. No, it's I, very, it's I often, very filmic. I stuff, often do, you know? yeah, and it just it just it feels like it was pulled out of my VHS collection or something, yeah. and it's. Uh, I just love it. I just love it. Kami, you you have uh my album of the year. Uh so thank you, man. I Amen. thank you for making that. And all I know you're making other stuff. I know you had the superstar tape and I like that, but just like the movies was yeah. that was it. That was it. All in all, too, a really great year for discovering new music. Yeah, really you know? great music. Local music too. No. I mean, three of these guys I have yeah. on here are, are Chicago. Um, yeah, and also that uh, just now that we're on the subject of just like the movies, I'm just going to say this. My buddy Andre Muir, the reason he saw a piece of Andre Muir's movie called Meerkats that I'm in is because mm-hmm. he does music videos with this guy, and they got a music video out right now called World. It's one of the best I've ever seen. So, cool. Um, Good for. We should put a link up on, yeah. uh, on yeah, our I page. Might, yeah, maybe I yeah. will. Maybe yeah. I will. But um, yeah, I think we should take a break, and we're going to move on from uh, music to uh, movies. Yeah, let's hear a little bit of jazz with Frank Catalano. Cool. So we're going to do these as just one long, one full episode. Then yeah, this endless stuff. Yeah. Yeah, are we um, are Max, we on twenty two minutes for for this? We started at twenty two minutes, so okay. we're about thirty minutes in right now. Oh, okay, okay. okay well, Kami, we, how do you spell that? K A M I. Let's go to the TV shows. Should we keep the top five detectives for next time, or? Well, yeah, I don't want to do that. That was a whole separate thing. Okay, I just put that in there just to just to have a. Yeah, let's just do movies and then we'll uh, we'll call it a, a podcast. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm ready when you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our favorite movies this year, and uh, we include them along with episodic television. Yeah, because you know? honestly, let's face it, episodic TV is getting better. Way movies better. are not, and that's I think that's well, an movies, understatement. Yeah, I mean, and anything that's really any good, they really haven't even released yet. You know, they yeah. they drop them all at the end of the year. I'm curious about the post, the new Steven Spielberg movie, because it's about the leaking of the Pentagon Papers, right? Which kind of changed the way this country viewed the Vietnam War, and. uh Absolutely a, a case for uh, fully staffed newspapers and journalists and leather shoe reporting, uh, which we are so, you know, hungry for right now. Right. You know, um, you know, most newspapers now don't even have, uh, you know, bureaus in other cities anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been all scaled down to like the USA Today model. Oh, know, okay. Who are actually yeah. a, a paragon of virtue next to 
the other bullshit, you know, that you hear on the radio and, uh, you know, Clear Channel and Cumulus and those scumbags. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But in, <laughs> uh, in the post I'm looking forward to just because I, I revered newspapers. Right, right. But this year, my my favorite shows. Well, uh, name your first. My first one. We still got our deal going. Favorite. We still got our deal. Yeah, your first. No, no, no. Well, no, no. I don't. I don't have any of these. Okay, ranks, in any really. kind of order. Yeah. Okay, my first. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that one first because dragons. Because I'm not going to add monsters. much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to add much to this. Game of Thrones. You yeah. know, they, uh, the uh, I, Ice King came rolling in on a fucking dragon and burned down Is that the a wall. spoiler or something? No, only but if you point, haven't yeah. watched it. Okay. You know? It's only I, a spoiler I mean, if you don't know. Yeah, yeah. D- d- I don't care about uh, Game of Thrones spoilers. But yeah. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, I don't really watch Game of Thrones. I don't really have anything uh, against it. Epic storytelling. Yeah, it's yeah just, absolutely. It before. Yeah. It's about it's, the same stuff Shakespeare's it's, about, Max. It's cool. It's, it's about, cool. I, I mean, I just, I just don't. I didn't hop on in the beginning. There's yeah. like eight seasons now. It's, I have a feeling the, the minute they put a dragon in something, you're out. <laughs> or you wait till you a break wizard, a, a dragon, a, a magic wand, uh, pixie hey, dust. Know, I'm us- out, Sonny. Usually so I'm out. with you. I mean, as far hobbits, as I'm concerned, fuck orcs, hobbits. You know, fuck orc, orcs. Orc blood yeah. is not intense to me. You know, it's yeah. kind of nerdy. No, 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 uh, no. But Game of Thrones is a whole different thing yeah. because it's a lot about power. No, yeah. You know what? I I'm not making fun of uh game of thrones i know it's one of those real shows and it's uh and i know it's good make i know fun. it's good there's some no there's some, make fun of there's it. nothing to make fun of really it's got its own there's thing some pretty, and it's, there's it some works. pretty cool shit i just like, don't yeah a couple seasons ago this woman named cersei michael corleone half the fucking town to get 11 assholes she didn't like right i heard and it, yeah. it was pretty cool yeah you know Spoilers. so game of thrones it, can, it continues to be a fascinating Okay, and uh, from what I know, we have we have some similar we have some similar things on this uh, true that. list, right? Let me let me see your list. Okay, just so I don't let's save the ones we have. I'm kind of impressed we actually wrote it down. Yeah, let's save the ones we have. You're impressed. <laughs> <laughs> He's impressed we actually wrote yeah. our list down. Let's, well, let's you know? let's save the ones we have uh, for for last. Like, okay, so we can just all right. Uh, so you don't have I'm dying up here. No, and you know I, I don't like it actually. I, it's funny I barely put it on there because I barely like it, but it's uh, <laughs> I but I enjoyed it. Um, there was there was something about it that kept getting me hooked onto the next episode to come mm-hmm. back. I think it was the seventies. I think it was the idea of, you know, I was really in the thick of uh, Second City and the Annoyance Theater, and I think mm-hmm. when I started watching that, it all started to resonate with me. And how the comedy world is sort of, and I know the stand-up well, com- world is way different from the improv world, but you kind of reinforces comedians in that. general kind of have this interesting, interesting view. They're usually assholes, you know. Well, I met a few that were wonderful, yeah, you know, but a yeah, great many of sure. them are assholes. I, you know, Max, I I'm know. completely I, ignorant. What is the show? It, uh, Jim Carrey produced it. It's supposed to be sort of showtime. based on the comedy store in the 70s. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, just the cutthroat and just sort of intense, uh, just 
but all careerism. like career yeah, that yeah, is yeah, and just exactly. also just it's also when comedy began to take just, off as a much bigger thing right money wise right it, yeah. is it all yeah. fake comedians or is there like something there's no science every guys were based and on that's okay. another thing i like it's it's casted with real stand-up guys with the select few people but yeah I think the idea of casting real who are not all actors is important. Yeah, you know? yeah, because um, it's more important yeah. to get the comedy right than the yeah. acting. I agree. Yeah. yeah, and you and like also, it more than I do. I I thought, uh, and I got to be honest, I'm like I'm willing to kind of ditch it sec the second <laughs> season if it's not doing it for me. But there was something that just kept grabbing. And I think it just needs a mention. I, you I think like, it's you worth. Liked, you like the seventies. Yeah. You like the seventies. Yeah, I love a the seventies. I, I, you know, having lived through the seventies, I can tell you from experience, <laughs> they were overrated. Yeah. So what's uh, something on that list that we both don't have? Because we have two of the same things. Um, I'm thinking Dark Mirror. And dude, uh, yeah. oh my god! I told you it's Black Mirror. Black I, I Mirror. texted you yeah. before. Dude, I texted this guy. I You're go, right. you know it's you Black did. Mirror, right? Black Mirror. And you, you know? still didn't change it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like that. Okay, well, but why, do you like, why do you like Dark Mirror? At least he wrote down <laughs> the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he wrote it down. <laughs> Jesus. Black Mirror. I liked the first, like, three episodes. I liked the one with the pig fucker. That was great. I think that was, I don't even think that, that was, was the 2017, one. though. Really? Yeah, those are old. <laughs> Dude. <Those> are old. <laughs> okay. So you just uh, discovered this TV show this year, though. That's yeah, 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 this yeah. Year. And, the, and you probably Absolutely. you probably did watch some 2017. Yeah, did I watched 2000, a couple. Like did, the, the one where the guy keeps following the politician around with the puppet fucking cracked me up. I love that one. Yeah. That was and a good the one. The one with John Hammond that I thought was really good. That was a good one too. I think that was 2016. Yeah, I mean, but some late, of them. It was some like of December. Them get, get like just so dark and misanthropic. I just kind of stopped watching them. <laughs> but uh, there's a new batch coming out pretty quick, and I'm going to start watching it again just because it's well done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Dark Mirror, everyone. Uh, such a jerk. <laughs> Dark Mirror. Max um, just wants to just Black Mirror. D okay, Black Mirror. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, I love that show. Um, <laughs> uh, so I have Stranger Things. Yeah, you like two. it more. And this is kind of your Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I this watched This is kind of beautiful. It. I watched it and about three episodes in, I ditched. The first season, yeah. yeah, you didn't, you didn't even want to give the second season a try, and that's fine. No, I haven't. Looked I don't yet. think you'd like it. I, I, I got to admit, but um, you know, really, really enjoyed where it went. It just, you know, it, it stuck to its Stranger Things roots. Uh, some, some new characters, some, you know, likable char new characters in the sense that they are likable, and then just like they're really interesting also, and they might it's not. Got like kind of a weird screaming Mimi performance by Winona Ryder. It kind of does, but I, you know, I I'm just glad she's back. I'm just glad she's doing doing work. Back and like nuttier than ever. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, she's that's part of the reason I loved her yeah. was her nuttiness. Yeah. Yeah. I like her in it. I love the last episode. If you're gonna watch Stranger Things, watch it all the way, and. 
stick in for that. Give last me a episode. good reason to watch it. What what, what am I missing? I, I'll tell you, the sheriff I think is one of the you'd best, like the sheriff, the yeah. best characters mm-hmm. on the show. He's really and he his character into the second season like really grows exponentially. But you just I I I, I connected with him immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, all the kids stuff. I mean, it's a total Steven Spielberg, E.T., Goonies, Goonies kind of, you know, tribute. Yeah, it, it just down with that. it has, and they they did a lot of tribute. They they blatantly ripped off a lot of things, but they did it okay, and I, I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, There's a fine line between yeah. stealing and paying tribute to. Yeah, yeah, true that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh. Now for a couple we share, actually. No, 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 no. You you have one on there yeah, that I don't. Catastrophe. Right, right. Which is a comedy made by a married couple, an English guy, uh, an English, an Irish woman, and an American yeah. guy. I saw I saw the first few episodes of that. It's really funny, It's funny actually. as hell. Yeah. It's funny yeah. as hell. It's really dirty. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's... It's like three seasons of like six episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a new season coming up. I just thought it was funnier than hell. Yeah. And I believe these people as married people. What's it on? They're what, really what, good. Uh, it's on what, Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's, yeah. it's on Amazon, but I think um Boy, I think it's actually out I think it's actually on Lifetime now. Is it on Lifetime, really? Yeah. I, really? Either that or like They would have had to oxygen? clean it up. I, yeah, they maybe had to clean it up a lot. You know, but I think I think they picked it up because I was looking at something. Can you say "fuck" on Lifetime? Is it? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. You can say "fuck" on the Max and Tony show, though. Yeah, exactly. All I day heard long. That. Uh, it, it looks like it's fuck, still fuck, fuckity fuck. The ser- it still shows in the USA. The series is shown exclusively on Amazon Prime and right. Video. Yeah, right. Okay, okay. But you well, know, they're check it out because yeah. it's funnier than hell. And their and their season three is out now. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'll check cool. that out. That looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I, from what I've, I've and I saw the first three episodes of the first season. So I I don't know what the third season. It's like. actually I'm sure really it's, funny. I'm sure it's just as funny. I don't I don't know why. Usually those shows only get funnier. So the yeah. best thing to do between Christmas and New Year's too is stay home and just binge watch shit. Yeah. Yeah. So popcorn. Yeah. I, I just booked a shoot too. <laughs> it's only one day though. I just uh yeah, so I have my last one that you don't have and we 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 just brought this up uh okay. the other the other day but uh we'll talk about it a little bit. Disaster Artist. I think that was my favorite movie of the year. Uh Yeah. Just really enjoyed it. Just uh yeah, I I it's kind of weird kind of going back and and cuz I just I just talked about it but you know, it's if you're if you're going into that world of acting or filmmaking in general, I think this is anyone's movie, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's there's just something about it that when you're watching it, you're like you can relate to a lot of things. And I think everyone has those days that these characters go through where they're like, "Oh, Everyone hates me. Nobody cares. It's like, yeah. And or you have the best day ever, and you have these opportunities, and and you're like, oh my god, this is the best day in the world. Or like this rock, you know. Or obviously, we all know the room is considered the worst movie of all time. So you know, just the way he sort of, and I guess I'm spoiling some, the way he sort of uh, 
copes with that and 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 how they how they you know navigate deal deal with the room being the worst movie ever is is just a really great solution to me and i just really like you know the idea that there is no i think uh oh god what is the guy who was Chris, who was the cinematographer in 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 the movie? Uh, he had he had the blue shades. Uh, he's a famous oh. comedian, uh, gap teeth, but he's a he's a really funny guy. It's coming up. Yeah. Not the guy from uh, Silicon Valley. No, but I I feel like he could have been in an episode of that. Uh, oh damn. It's coming. It's coming. It's not. Oh my god! I keep pulling it up. Is it Paul Shear? Paul Shear. Okay. So Paul Shear said something about uh, there really isn't there really isn't such thing as a you know um, a a terrible movie or something you know because it could be so bad to the point where it's good and the room really it proves that and you can have a movie you don't like you can have a movie that's just you know it's just not for you. But it's not bad, because mm-hmm. someone someone is gonna like it. Someone is gonna enjoy it. A lot of people secretly think the the Paul Verhoeven movie about strippers. Uh, what the fuck is it called, Chris? The uh, oh, with the the uh, Elizabeth Berkeley yeah. and I don't even remember the name of it. But they think it's so bad it's actually a masterpiece. <laughs> you know, right? No, and the, it, that's how people see the room and negative how, girls. Tommy Wiseau kind of tried to play it off after it had yeah. the response it did. It's called negative capability. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Um, um, yeah. Well, you know, my favorite movie of the year was Get Out. We talked all about it the last show. So yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's move on to our others. Uh, well, should we? Do we reveal the obvious first, or do we reveal the obvious last? Last, okay, yeah, sure. So our our uh, our show, a show we both liked, Glow, the gorgeous, Glamorous, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, yeah, and Mark Marin and uh, and <laughs> and all the cast of, we forgot already, a cast of really amazing <laughs> yeah. women actors. No, yeah, um, um, who were well, just, Allison Brie, who was in the Disaster Artist. Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah, she's she's great. And Elizabeth Perkins, I think, is the woman's name who uh, was kind of the tall, statuesque blonde. Oh uh, no, it was Betty uh, Betty Gilpin. Gilpin. Betty Gilpin. All right, right. Um, uh, I, I thought this was like one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Yeah, I agree. You know? And uh, I just, man, it's just got a lot. It's just got yeah. a lot going on. It's just so different. Um, I, think, I like when Betty Gilpin gets what's her name into the ring. Yeah. After what's her name had like fucked her husband, and she decides she's just gonna kick her ass. Yeah. You know. I think what I really love about this is like a lot of people. You know, they'll talk about like, you know. I'm so sick of people complaining about an all-female Ghostbusters or whatever. It's like, and my problem yeah. with the all-female, the all, ca- those casts being transformed into female, is like, yeah, that's totally fine. There should totally be female Ghostbusters. There should totally be female, uh, whatever they did the next uh, Ocean's Eleven. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But you're kind of actually distracting from the fact that this isn't original work. 
for women or that's, by women. That is and that's what really That is a thorn in the side. And Glow is actually something original Absolutely. for women. I don't know if it's totally and it's triumphant written by and women, it's, but it was the whole concept was created by women. Yeah, and the, and it, and it's it's a triumph of uh, it's a very feminist show. Yeah, which I really like about it, and um, it's uh, this whole you know mythology of like uh, wrestling being this completely male hormonal you know. Uh, WWF thing. Yeah. The gorgeous lady of wrestling, it's like, um, they're great athletes. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know. Just as entertaining. I mean. Absolutely. You know, you don't you don't need to be. And funnier. Specifically a male or female to be on the microphone talking shit. <laughs> like, exactly. That's, that's one of the best things a wrestler does. And boy, how good is Mark Maron in it? You know. He's, he's good. Been, he's been a hard sell for me to accept as an actor and I love him in it. He's, he's amazing you know? in it. Because I think he's finally coming into his own. Oh, yeah. He, and he I did. mean, in Easy, he was terrific. You know, you know? I'll, I'll tell you, his TV show that he has, the first season, he played it smart. He played the straight man and let everybody else do the acting around him. Mm-hmm. But by the time they got to the end of the third season, I'm like, you know, this guy's really turned into a pretty decent actor. He's it's, a very good actor. It's yeah. been fun to watch yeah. it over the last few years. Yeah. Brittany yeah. Young is really good in it. She uh, plays Carmen. And she's, oh, yeah. she's the big heavy set lady. But yeah, her. her I think her grandpa or her father was her like father a wrestling was a wrestler. legend. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's great in it. Uh, a guy who really, really steals the show is a, uh, this rich kid who's funding the whole thing. Oh God, Chris, he's hysterically Chris funny. It's yeah, he's amazing. I mean, he's uh, he took me by surprise the most. I, I did not know who he was before any of this, and then just watching him, he was better and better every episode yeah. and. Every time I see him in the scene, I, I just, you know, you, you kind of you just you prance laughing. up a bit. You're yeah, like, okay, yeah. what, what's this guy going to do next? So I'm very excited to see what this guy's got to do. Uh, Chris Lowell. Uh, Lowell. Chris Lowell. Lowell. Yeah, yeah, Chris Lowell. Lowell. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny character. He was great. All right, dudes, what's the big reveal? Well, it's hardly a surprise. My favorite project of all of these things, Patriot. Patriot. Uh, the one I'm part of. First it, season debuted the first season in february of yeah. 2017 it's it's funny uh i didn't originally did not have patriot on my list because i was thinking, thanks it was thinking, i was thinking i was like it's 2000 punch me in the sack i was like you? i'll throw the show i thought I'm it was 2016 <laughs> yeah i, I kind of like <laughs> screw dad's show <laughs> yeah no i thought it was 2016 because it you know the pilot came out in 2015 the tail end of and 15, then yeah. the rest of the show came out in the really really beginning of 2017 yeah and February. i just you know i just you know i just did the the medium of both years and yeah. included it's really a 2016 no, it's a, show um, we filmed it in the summer of 2016 right right, right. You know? yeah um, it's uh i think it's unlike anything else on television i'm really proud to be part of it and uh, in fact monday i fly back to paris for six days to film more and uh more of season two and then after uh christmas you come back to paris with me yeah uh, can't wait we got another month and a half and i think this this 
this season is uh, going to be just a knockout. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned, and that's you know that's my list of what I really liked. I I love the total like you know screw being biased and not like number oh, yeah. one no, show is it. my yeah. show. You yeah. know what? I'm looking at all the other top, <laughs> yeah. top ten and top five lists for television. Patriots on quite a few of them. Yeah. Well, none of none of mine were really ranked. You know, I I I love, yeah, I I mean, love all these. The I liked same. all these shows, but I love <laughs> but, Patriot. But um, you know, I. Yeah, Patriot special. I, obviously, yeah. uh, my dad is in it, but it's just, it's it's different. It's it's there's something about it where you're watching it, and you know, it's like, what am I watching right exactly. now? Am I watching a spy movie? Am I watching like exactly. this? Uh, you know, like family drama. Am I? Am I Somebody told this? me it was like if Wes Anderson made a James Bond movie. You know, I think but I, even, I wanted to even, say something about Wes Anderson, but I didn't want but, to draw any. But comparisons. The, the one thing is, is that the, the one thing Patriot is not is in the least bit cynical. You know, um, right? It, it it's dark and funny, but oh yeah, what I really realized towards the end of the first season is like this is just a it's a big puzzle. Yeah. And I love. You know what? At the end of the first season, all the pieces fit together. There are no loose ends. Yeah, it's it was awesome, but also opened the door up for more. Yeah, there will be a lot more. Let's just. That's all I'm going to say. I'll say. Look, I'm I'm a big fan of the show too. Not because I get to watch my buddy play uh, Bird Bath, which is a hilarious, awesome character for you to be playing. But I, um, you know, I love the relationship between the father and the sons yeah yeah you yeah. know it's it's, it's a, fraught with peril it's fraught with a very palpable kind of danger but it's also historical really, proportions you're talking well, yeah about. but it's also like really loving you know um so i mean it's yeah it's a it, it's kind of a family value show to be honest <laughs> with you you know um yeah you'll you'll see a lot more season two and uh i can't i can't wait to get back to it this summer right yeah i i think it'll probably be out in in june or july you know i mean um and uh it's you're in for a real treat that's all i will say can't wait can't wait all right that is uh part of our year-end wrap-up that is the best of 2017. Music and movies. We will move on to other things very soon. Thank you. Thank you. 